What's going on, everybody? It is Tuesday, uh, September 7th. I'm filling in for Dave this morning. We've got an awesome guest. And uh, if you're new or if you are tuning in for the first time, I just want to let you know, you can text the letters W-U-L. Uh, so you just text and in the text message, it says W-U-L. Sometimes it auto corrects, so make sure you get it right uh, to 813-296-8553. And we send out a little text message. In fact, I just got mine right here. Uh, bingo. And uh, we send out the little link to join on Facebook. So that way you never miss an episode. So if you want to do that, you can text the letters W-U-L uh, to 813-296-8553. And there you go. And if you're here with us live, uh, Type in a comment and let us know where you're tuning in from. It's always fun to see uh, where everybody's tuning in from. For instance, Susan is in from the Gulf Coast. We've got people from all over the world, though, who tune in. And uh, I'd love to see where you're tuning in from. Uh, and if you can help me welcome in our guest for the day uh, up from, I believe, Minnesota. What's up, Thomas? Hey, how's it going? You look good, man. Thank you. Uh, what's What's new in your world? Um. Well, I had a daughter. I think some people know that. Congrats. This, this was a Father's oh. Day gift. It's my mouse pad. That's awesome. Uh, How old is she? Uh, she's nine and a half months. So, holy um, smokes. Still pretty cute. young. She's, uh, she can say dada and mama. And we got her one of those like things that you can push and she can stand up on. And she started walking with it, you know? So, Soon she'll be walking without it, you know, so it's just crazy to see. So that's that's the newest and most important thing in my life. But besides that, I've been really kind of like just focusing on like me and cool. taking care of my health, you know, because over yeah. the past couple of years, I definitely got really unhealthy, just like especially over COVID, you know, kind of sitting inside, not doing anything. I think a lot of people... And yeah. so every every day I wake up, I go on a walk, and then on the way home from the walk, I stop at the apartment's uh, workout room, and I just do a little more cardio, and it's it's been really good for me, and I feel a lot better, and I quit smoking. Wow, a lot of positive things for me, you know. Please, dude. What uh, what uh, so here's, I mean, I kind of know background and history, but a lot of people here are probably newer to your story and stuff. What can you take us back to? you know, like the way back story and just maybe give like a kind of overview of where you came from and how you got online. Sure. Yeah. So I guess it's over five years now when I first got sober from heroin. So I was a drug addict for many years and I struggled for a long time, like overdoses and uh, very fortunate and grateful to not have, um, you know, I guess it hadn't been my time, you know, always had someone there or someone found me and called the the cops and and I'm very fortunate for that very lucky really um and then I was working at just like a, a regular job at a casino dealing cards and I was just kind of getting sick of it you know yeah um after a while you know but but the whole time I wasn't like I wasn't ungrateful I guess maybe towards the end I kind of felt that just because I felt like I was getting disrespected but at the start I that was like what got me clean, really having that job there. And I was able to save up some money. I really made a lot of sacrifices. I didn't hang out with friends really at all. Hmm. Um, I saved up money, paid off my debt, like worked my ass off before I ever started my business. And I, um, and then I think after about two years or three years, I was kind of just getting tired of it. I felt like everyone there was just negative, 
it's just a negative place, you know, so much like disrespect and going behind people's backs because basically depending where you're dealing the cards in the casino, there's high stakes, there's regular stakes, right? You're going to make more on high stakes. So if you can throw someone else under the bus to get into high stakes, it that's what people were doing basically because they would make more money. So I was like, I don't want to be here my whole life. I don't want to be negative. So I just started researching online. The first thing I found was drop shipping. A lot of people end up with drop shipping. Um, I think I did that. I researched it for like six months to 12 months, like just researching. And I was probably doing it for maybe a year and a half total. I ended up making like $2,000. But in the course of making that money, I lost way more than that, obviously on ads and courses. And it was through drop shipping, actually, that I found someone doing drop shipping with click funnels and then it was with that person doing drop funding drop shipping through clip fun click funnels that i found people doing affiliate marketing with click funnels right so that's kind of how i got brought into the affiliate marketing world and uh my buddy jordan metric uh yeah dave sharp did a um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this, but Dave Sharp, I was like at the point, this is six months into affiliate marketing. I'm on YouTube, right? I started my YouTube channel and things are not working, right? <laughs> like not working at all. And uh, I, I'm like watching this interview he's doing with Dave Sharp. I'm like, okay, I've heard about Legendary Marketer at this point, um, but I never did anything with it. And I'm like, screw it, I'll sign up for this challenge, right? Like, this is kind of like my last ditch effort. And the crazy thing is, I started it. And then like, I stopped, like, I, I think I got to like day three, and then I stopped for like a month and a half. And then I don't know what it was, I was like, at this point where I'm like, really like, about to give up, I'm like, I'm gonna get back into this challenge and give it one last go. And it sounds like a, like a movie or whatever. But that's really what happened. I was ready to give up. I got started with Legendary. I went through the training and I started promoting them and it just worked out. Like, but the reason it worked out wasn't just like sheer luck. Like I had been building my YouTube channel for that whole time, right? And I didn't yeah. stop uploading consistently. So that's kind of what got me to the point where the pandemic hit and everything really exploded. But I want to make sure people know like, yeah, things worked great for the pandemic. And I can't say that will ever happen again or however. It was great timing. Everyone was home watching YouTube and stuff. However, prior to that, I was still doing decent on YouTube. Like I was, I could say I was probably making a full-time income with a low amount of subscribers. Like I think it was like a thousand or 500 even. Like, so you can make yeah. a decent amount of money online with a small following. So don't give up because you don't have a high number. Like that doesn't always equal money. So I just wanted to yeah i think that makes a lot of sense i right. think a lot of people need to hear that too i think uh a, a lot of people uh overrate like you know hundreds of thousands of subscribers 100 percent. yeah i had a i had a i always tell a story about this girl who um she's in our community actually andrea um and i was i don't know why i randomly think of this but i always just remember when i was first getting started thinking god you have to have a ton of followers and a ton of subscribers on your email list to make any money and she had like a very small email list but she would actually like personal like she had kind of like relationships with them and she would build sort of like one on like she would do like a 10 minute call or a 15 minute call with people and like so she kind of like touched base with her email list and then when she emailed out something to actually like like promote they were all like yeah i just i buy whatever she 
she talks about. And she like, she smoked people in affiliate competitions who had massive, huge email lists and were like bragging about their big email list. And then she would like go into affiliate competitions and just smoke people um, because she had like a real business with a real email list, not just some fake like solo ad built, you know, nonsense. I think the same is true on like TikTok. I think the same is true on YouTube. I think the same is true on Facebook groups. Like you can do the exact same thing there that people, you know, have done with their email list. What, um, so you build this YouTube channel, like how long have you been on YouTube? Um, well, I, so Basically, at the start of 2019 was when I I was trying to decide, okay, I knew I wanted to do YouTube. This is the start of 2019. This is after I spent all that time on dropshipping, right? Yeah. So I had a little bit of experience, right? Like I, I found out how to build a Shopify website. Like I, I kind of dove into the learning aspect. And like I said before, actually doing dropshipping, yeah. I was researching, which I don't really suggest. I'm just that type of person where I want to know what I'm doing. Now, like going back, I would say just like get started as fast as you can. But basically, um, the start of 2019, um, that's when I was trying to decide. I knew I want to do YouTube. Am I going to do it teaching dropshipping or am I going to do it teaching affiliate marketing? I went with affiliate marketing. Um, I found like a mentor at the time. That's why I ended up going with that route. Um, But so from January 2019, to April 2019, I basically created, I think it was like 18 videos. And I, um, cause I wanted to create a certain amount of videos so I could have them stashed. So once I started upload, cause I'm still working my job, right? So yep. this is like, I don't know if someone told me this on YouTube or if I just like thought that that would be the, I think so, I might've heard it on a YouTube video. Like you gotta have some videos stashed. So that was my plan. So then on April, second or first of 2019 was when I uploaded my first video. And, you know, it wasn't an easy path. I would say that the hard part for me was I was listening to so many different people online, you know, like that mentor and then a bunch of different YouTubers, Gary V. And all these different people have different views and different strategies. Like, and the strategy I chose was like, I have to create my YouTube videos and be on every other platform and do all this stuff. And it just, it, it really hindered my growth at the start and my results because I didn't make a single dollar for six months. Right. Like, so I guess since then, I mean, what is that over two years, two and a half years. Mm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, Six, I feel like when you're first getting started, six months feels like an eternity. It does. You know? Cause every day, every day is sort of a wondering of like, <laughs> is this, am I ever gonna break through? Am I, is this ever gonna work? Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, people say this works, but geez, I don't know if it actually is gonna pay off, you know? I don't know. It's, it, it's an interesting, cause I went through that too, except mine was a little bit longer than six months, I would say. But it, it was still pretty similar, like just, you know, kind of grinding away like, Jesus, is this ever going to actually happen? Like, what? when does the money spit out? Are you are you mostly like, do you get a lot from, uh, like, at this point, do you get a lot from uh, YouTube ads? Um, and then, meaning like ads playing on your, like, are you getting paid from know. YouTube on your channel too? Yeah. I mean, it's more than I ever thought I would get. 
I mean, but awesome. the thing, um, what were you just saying? Oh, one thing I want to add to what you were saying is you see a lot of the people that have success. It's, it's the people that were willing to stick through that though, you know, like the, the not getting results because so many people, especially on TikTok, you see it. If they don't get results that hour, they're <laughs> onto the next thing. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. six months really is forever to them. So it's like, it, you have to stick through that. But yeah, so um, the, the, the ad revenue is more than I ever thought, but it goes with like, for example, I had a video that just popped off like, few months back or whatever obviously the ad revenue is going to be much higher because the views were higher and i'm in a niche where it's like my uh cpm is way higher than like that of a person uh what is it called vlogging mm -hmm. right like some of my videos like the clickbank videos i used to create i had no idea but because there's so many people advertising on like clickbank and like affiliate marketing keywords I think yeah. the CPM on one of those videos was $150. Wow. Right. So if you have a whole channel on ClickBank videos, you know, and that's your niche, you're going to make a bank with not a lot of many views. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's crazy. And then I have a video with like 100,000 views. That was like a tutorial I did on Canva, how to do like mm -hmm. a presentation in Canva, like way back. I don't really do videos like that anymore, but it has like 100 something thousand views. And it's got like, I think, three or four hundred dollars lifetime so you know what wow. i mean a big difference right so that is important the the niche and how much you make from a cpm so obviously the make money niche is going to be higher than your average so that does play a part for sure Jeez, wow that's crazy um yeah i i feel like i've thought through that aspect but i didn't realize that connection between choosing the niche <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry. Oh, choosing the niche and then also how that correlates with people who are advertising in that certain niche and what the CPM would be. Wow, that's and for people who are newer, the CPM just means cost per impression. Yeah, so, it's like per thousand views on YouTube is what you get the the CPM for. It's different for every platform, I think. But YouTube, it's like, well, so they they have. But just so you know, YouTube does take a cut of that. So they have the CPM, and then they now show an RPM which is, I think, the revenue per whatever. Um, okay. So that's what you keep. At. So like if I have $150 CPM, it'll be like, I don't know. I think YouTube takes 40% or something like that. So it'd be like 100 or 90, whatever. I can't do that math, but you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, something in the range of like 90. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. That's super fascinating. And I feel like uh, one of the main things that like people fail to realize in this TikTok age is like, I, I think there is sort of this element of instant gratification and short-term thinking where yeah. um, number well number one, I think that like people who are going on TikTok are seeing incredibly massive results uh, fast, which I think the value of that is true and is real. I think it's um, changing it, though. That's just my and opinion. It's, it's demonstrated. It's not changing. It's not changing. It, At people least for me, it, it feels oh. like the 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 amount of views and the results I get from TikTok, you know, but we're, I still so we're, other people crushing it. Dude, we're, we're starting channels in the background, like constantly on our team. And it's not, it's not changing. You, what we see is that sometimes people uh, eventually 
they, depending on the type of content that they create, uh, we are seeing people who get um, shadow banned and their views just disappear yeah. and it never comes back. But for instance, we had this lady named Lori. She's creating a bunch of videos for months. Like I'm talking like six to eight months, something like that. Might be eight months, three to five videos a day and couldn't get more than like a few hundred views on a video, just grinding. She, she switched to a different channel, basically took a bunch of her videos, same videos, uh, and went to 30,000 followers in six days. That's true, because I did the same thing, actually. My first TikTok kind of sucked, and the TikTok that blew up for me was my second one, and I almost created a third one because I'm like, but yeah, you're right. But because it, there are people crushing it with TikTok, I think it's way easier than YouTube. I mean, it, it is. is. It is, but the bigger point that, that I was getting to is like your, your route, though, of sort of building a longevity online, I think that people underrate sort of like as you're doing this whole TikTok thing and building, I think that I think that TikTok, um, in terms of like a business plan, stands more as like a cash flow kind of thing, like a like a just initial revenue driving thing because you can drive revenue on TikTok pretty damn quick. Yeah, um, I would say that ninety nine percent of people that we see make their first hundred dollars or thousand dollars online these days is coming from some sort of promotion on TikTok, um, which is crazy to think about, but then the longevity piece where people then don't take it a layer deeper and go into, well, what's like an actual investment? Like what's a real deeply invested online business? And I think that's what you've done with YouTube. Like that's yeah. how I see it at least. Yeah. I mean, the, I guess at the, at the start, what really made me go the route I did with TikTok is I kind of related it back um, if people haven't paid attention to the online world very long, basically, they probably know who like Jake Paul and Logan Paul are, right? Or David Dobrik. They might know who these people are. But if you take it a step back, they came up off this platform called Vine, right? And Vine is basically TikTok, right? Good Short point. form content. Um, and what they did and what many others didn't do is they took their notoriety on Vine and started transferring it to YouTube. And months after this, Vine got it gone forever. Gone. So the people that didn't transfer that those eyeballs to YouTube, right? And now today, David Dobrik, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, they're the biggest creators on YouTube. But if they never transferred that to YouTube from Vine, so I grew up seeing this, not like I wasn't like growing up, but this is like I watched this, you know, from them coming up on social media. Right. And I saw this like, you know, before I ever started online. So I kind of already knew like I was like, oh, I should. So I did things a little different on TikTok and um, it, it helped. I mean, I went from at the end. <laughs> I have a video on YouTube where I'm like my 2020 goals or something like that. And at the time, I believe I had 500 subscribers <laughs> And I, I might have put like some revenue numbers on there or whatever. But basically, my goals for 2020 for 2020 were to triple that. So I was like, I want to have 1500 subscribers by the end of 2020 and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, little do we know <laughs> the pandemic hit. Right. Mm. Um, also, I wanted to quit my job. Right. But I wanted to have enough money coming in. That's another thing. You don't want to quit your job too soon. Yeah. But, uh, 
I wanted to quit my job, but I didn't. And then the pandemic hit and I got unemployment plus the bonus. So it really worked <laughs> out for me. But basically, I used TikTok to start a series on there. And at the end of each video, I'd say, go follow my YouTube channel for the full video. And yes. that blew my channel up. I ended the year with like, I don't know, it was close to 100,000, I feel like, subscribers. So it's a huge increase. I left my job. Everything changed for me. But like I said, I was still making a good amount of money with those 500 subscribers because I was, you know, kind of figuring things out. And I had a good, like a good high ticket program to promote. And yeah. I do some days, like I started my own program. And some days I look back like, man, it was so much easier just being an affiliate. Like, <laughs> like I tell people like, you don't want to start your own program too soon, man. Like I'm telling you, like that's just, that stuff is tough. Like, seriously, like, it is a marketer people, they may not realize it when they're doing it, but it's so much more simple than a lot of other business models. Oh, dude. <laughs> we, uh, I, I just, yeah, it's, I, it's so hard to explain the nuance of what you just said there with, you know, starting your own product, starting your own course, whatever. I mean, a lot of times people will take, especially in the, especially in the make money online niche where you might find that refunds or chargebacks get a little bit higher, especially if you start growing and then you start dealing with merchant account processors getting yep. shut down and just like, or your money gets frozen. Like back in the day, people's money used to always get frozen on PayPal and stuff. And, and it was just like, well, I guess I'm not getting paid today and neither are any of my affiliates or anybody. And, right. uh, well, that was fun. And now it's yeah. over, you know, and and then people sort of do this. It's just this never ending cycle where it's like, oh, nope, I'm going to go start my own thing. I'm going to start my own product. And then that some catastrophic thing like that happens. And it's like, oh, my God, I need to get back in affiliate market. <laughs> yeah. That was way easier. And yeah. yeah, it still happens to this day. But I, I think there's some value, you know, in like. Um, somebody like Brian Brewer who started his own thing technically, but gave it away for free. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that there's like certain realms in which like that does help for branding. And I don't want to just totally shit talk it. Cause I also feel like, dude, there's also an element, you know, to a lot of people who come online and I resonate with this where it's like they're entrepreneurial for a reason. Right. And so it's like, part of it is just like trying to see what you can do. Like just, right. you know, like feeling like, I accomplished something feeling like I stretched myself past like this, you know, and sometimes people just get bored with affiliate marketing. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that I always come back to with people who go down that route or even just go down different routes of like, well, maybe I'm going to launch into another niche or I'm going to try right. this, or I'm going to go promote this product is I always tell them like, the first thing you should do is just secure what you're doing now currently that's driving revenue. So like exactly. fully secure that and don't, don't screw with that, but do whatever side things you want to do totally independent of what's already working, what's already driving you revenue, what's already bringing you profit so that at least you're not jeopardizing your whole business. Like take everything that's working, keep doing what you're doing. Because like what you said, uh, uh, getting successful for you is about just kind of like pushing through that first six months yeah. and being resilient and keeping a business. What, what we've found at Legendary is basically like one of our big mantras has been like, 
don't fuck it up. <laughs> like, like basically like, Hey, we have a great thing. We have a great core team. We have an awesome staff on hand. Like we have such a great, um, uh, vibe and energy and the people here are so great. Like there's a lot of things that we've considered doing over the years that pro like could have just messed it all up. Right. And, and rather than taking a, like a, just a, let's just dive into it. It was more of like a soft handed approach of like, well, what do people really want? Like, what do people really need? And how can we just sort of allow people to exist in this environment that's healthy and good without messing it up. And I think that's really helped us in terms of creating a culture that allows people to kind of come and go and just be a part of our world or not and not feel pressured and, right. you know, this, you know, create regulatory issues with that and all of this stuff. Like we've really taken an open-handed approach and I think people have appreciated that. But I think for people who are like affiliate marketers getting started, getting going, maybe they make their first 10,000 online. It's really tempting to go down that route of like, I'm going to create my own course. I'm going to do my own thing. And every time I'm like, that's awesome. Go do it. Right. But all this business right here, just don't screw that up because right. that's your livelihood. That's that's your future and keep that rolling. And, you know, if you want to get into another niche on TikTok or you want to promote another product, go create a different channel different entirely. Account. Go create a whole different persona entirely elsewhere and do it over there on the side in your free time. But keep posting on TikTok, keep posting on YouTube, keep posting on Instagram just the way you are today so that you've still got all that revenue. And I think, I think some people take that advice. I think sometimes other times it's just like, uh, I, I see it sometimes as a self-defeating sort of thing that people do where they're, they're sort of looking for a way to mess this all up. And it's a deep right. psychological kind of, you know, sabotage where it's like, no, I'm gonna go mess it up. I'm gonna go screw this whole thing up because that's what happens to me, you know, and it's this defeating yeah. thing. But anyway, that was that's what I see a lot. That's what I suggest to, to people on YouTube, especially when you're creating like a niche channel, like it would be silly to, for me, yeah, I go on walks every morning, it would be silly for me to start talking about health and fitness on my make money channel. But mm. if I started a new channel, with a make with a health and fitness, then you have a whole different, you know, but a lot of people, like you said, they, they start this thing and then they start the new thing. They take a hundred percent of their effort from this and just put it over there and then they lose this thing. So, but yeah. like you said about yeah. Brian, it, it's so powerful. I think it's even better than creating like your own product because it's congruent then to what you're doing, like as an affiliate, that's really powerful. And sometimes I wish that was what I did. It was more congruent but, you know, I think there's positives and negatives to everything. But the, the number one thing I would say is just start with affiliate marketing and focus on that until you're at least making enough money. Because I promise you, if you don't have an audience and, you, and you're just starting to create a product, that's your first thing, most likely it's not going to work. I don't want to say it's not going to work, but you need an audience. You need traffic for anything. And there's just so much that goes into that, you know? Oh, I, <laughs> I <Yeah>. do know. <laughs> right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, I feel like, um, yeah, what you said about just start with affiliate marketing. I mean, it's obviously the reason that we tell people to do that, but I, I just, you know, I think back to the days, I, I believe in that more now than ever, because I think back to a lot of the days where it's like, 
you know, getting a following or finding people to listen to your videos online in any niche was so hard, you know, even back two years ago, if you think back right. to like your YouTube days, your first six months, stuff like right. that, like so freaking hard, dude. And it's a long journey. And now like, I mean, I, I literally, it's not that all that uncommon where people come online, they go on TikTok or Instagram or something that's a little faster. And it's like, dude, they could see a thousand dollars in 30 days. Like they yeah. could, they could make themselves a couple grand in a, you know, a short amount of time. Not that I'm guaranteeing anything, but it's right. just now it's at the point where it's not that uncommon. Right. And before it was a little bit more like, wow, that was a fast start. Now it's like, oh yeah, that's, that seems about right. You know, which yeah. is just nuts. Um, but I, I think that like the whole staying focused on one thing, whatever that one thing is, right. it's just so much faster to get it. For instance, here's this dude. I was just showing this the other day on uh, decade in a day on the decade in a day. We talk a lot about how, um, uh, we talk a lot about how like you can go online in any niche and really like video content creation is just headline making. And I think you would agree with this because you're so good at creating headlines and creating copy that does really well on YouTube. But this guy's basically taking sort of, you know, the YouTube formula of creating videos and putting really attention grabbing headlines on them. Like uh, what happens if you stop eating bread for 30 days, right? Or right. Like how to lose 20 pounds in 20 days, you know? And like, it's these really kind of, I don't know, cheeky headlines that just kind of get attention from people and they just work, you know, yeah, it's like people want to watch those videos. There's a reason he's got 530,000 followers right. on his little weird weight loss tips channel. Yeah. You know, it's insane. It and, you can go in any little niche and have success if you focus. Yes. Agreed. If you focus. Exactly. Yeah. And that can happen. I mean, that's happened. We, we give examples of like dog training niches and weight loss and all of these different niches that sort of over time have really proven to be, you know, dog training is a little different, but there's a lot of emotion there. But weight loss is one of those that's just like there's so much emotional attachment with who a person is yeah. in weight loss that somebody's willing to spend money. They're willing to try new things. They're willing. They just... It, it consumes your life when that's one thing that you want to do, which is weight loss or, you know, gain weight in some cases. Like for me, like I'm scrawny and tiny, like <laughs> I'm willing to spend money on apps to figure it out. I spend money on like protein and food to like Ooh, figure out like yeah. how can I bulk up, you know? Right. And I think that it's just part of your body, part of your thing. And if people are willing to really focus and like dial in on that, I think, I think you're right. I think people really can build a huge audience fast, but I think still keeping that long-term spread out diversified sort of social mo social media profile is important. I think that I just, I just kind of had this thought right now, but basically I, I kind of think that like on platforms where you're going to experience the faster growth, you're going to also experience more volatility, sort of like you would in the stock market. Like yeah. um, if you're, like if you're trading. out there trading options, sure, you can make a shit ton of money really fast, but you're also uh, liable for a insane amounts of volatility, right? Yeah. Um, and on platforms where your growth is slower and more consistent and takes a little bit more time, the payoff is, is usually a little bit more consistent and you don't have as much of that. And that's the reason because, or th that's the reason um, 
I think that a lot of people get shadow banned on TikTok, high growth, high volatility. You make a few too many mistakes and suddenly you're shadow banned and nobody's watching your videos. But on YouTube, I, that can happen. But I think over time, like over the last 10 years, that's pretty rare. Like for yeah, YouTube to really shut you down and to really like you're not getting any more views or to take off your channel, like you've got to be saying some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, literally on TikTok, if you say one wrong word, they'll take a video down on YouTube. <laughs> you can say pretty much anything as long as you're not like breaking the law, you know, like it's more freedom. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you, there's like obvious things. You can't just upload someone else's video without their permission. You can't talk about like, you know, the obvious things. But TikTok, literally lately, the one reason I've been so upset with it is because of it. It's like, <laughs> like you use the wrong hashtag, your video is getting taken down. It's crazy. But you got to just yep. adapt. That's all it's about, you know, realize it and adapt and, and just keep moving. You know? Yep, exactly. And I think I think people really underrate the ability to to create a huge YouTube following by leveraging TikTok. And I think that that earlier on when we were first talking about TikTok last year, we talked a lot about that. But I think that that's kind of gone to the wayside a little bit. Um, but I think that if people were to really think through that strategy, sort of like you did, um, you start utilizing and leveraging a platform to sort of create this omnipresence where you've got multiple different social media outlets for people to go find you on whatever app that they open, they see you. And that's super powerful too. What, um, for somebody who's newer, I'll, I'll let you have the last word of today. Okay. For somebody who's newer sitting here, they're thinking about content creation. They're thinking about getting started, you know, in whatever niche, doesn't really matter. What advice would you give them other than start as an affiliate marketer? <laughs> what <laughs> advice would you give them to, to start content um, and get views and start getting some followers? Okay. Um, I guess... I used to say like, I think it's still important, but like basically everyone's different, right? You got to first pick a platform, you know? I don't suggest starting out with paid ads just because it's expensive. Most people wanting to start a business don't have a bunch of free money to spend. You know, if you do, great, you can try that. But yeah, I personally suggest picking an organic uh, content strategy and everyone's different. You might be better just talking, you like you might have a movie personality voice. You might want to do podcasting. You might be better at writing. You might want to do a blog. Um, if you like telling stories, you might want to do YouTube. So pick which platform suits you. Really, if I was to just say do one thing, it would be probably pick TikTok, you know, because I think that's the fastest still and the easiest. But like yeah. I said, you might not want to be on video. And then I would say, you should still try it. You know, I didn't want to be on video when I first started YouTube. You know what I mean? I was scared. My first video sucked. So don't be like unwilling to do anything and, and pick one at least that, that you think will fit you best. But don't do it just because you're scared because you're yeah. going to be scared, right? Like you're going to have that feeling. So at least try it. But then once you've decided which route to go, find a couple people in the niche you're going to pick. So pick one niche. Find a couple people in that niche and just model them. Like do, do some of what they're doing in your own way. You know, everyone is unique. So you can't just copy them, obviously, but you're a unique person to them. Like you doing what they did in your own way is going to be okay. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just start off by doing that. 
And then whatever content on your channel that does best, just do more of that. Literally, that's the best advice. Pick a platform, pick a niche, model successful people and do more of what works. That's like the best advice I can give, you know, and pick a good platform or program to promote on that platform, right? Like uh, I usually suggest an affiliate product, but again, look and see what your competitors are doing. And, and just see what see what products they're promoting. And, mm-hmm. you know, if there's someone in the health and fitness niche, see what they're see what the, the top five people are promoting. If they're all promoting or like three of them are promoting the same product, look into that product and maybe promote it yourself. So that's kind of the, the steps I would suggest. I love it. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, I, I always just man. Exactly. I, I would probably echo that completely. And oh, I didn't put your uh, yeah, you can you can find Thomas on TikTok here, and uh, I think you know many of you would be best served to to subscribe to him on uh, YouTube because uh, he's kind of a YouTube giant at this point and is really well known on YouTube and is a great example of he's like the cleanest example of how you could get started on YouTube creating content that gets viewed. And he's been doing it for a long time. So there's just a lot of history and a lot that you can learn from him. Um, I think the only last part that I would add is like, don't reinvent the wheel, you know, like think about the amount of content that you've done personally. And that really all of anyone who's created content online has done. That's been sort of like you sit down and you curate people's content in your niche and you look at what did they do? What was their angle? What was their headline? Why did that get viewed so much and really become sort of like a Carmen San Diego of people's content and figure out what is working in that niche already and just use their content to model after. So rather than guessing what do people in the weight loss niche want to learn, well, go find people in the weight loss niche and see what people are, what's getting viewed the most. And you can, you can easily deduce exactly what type of headlines and content is going to get watched the most. Um, and just start there. Like we created uh, 12 videos on a channel. Uh, over the last month and have 10,000 followers on TikTok on that channel. But it's only because it, it's and almost every view is vi- or video is viewed over 10,000 times. And that's only because we just took what was already working right. and just was like, how can we put a little spin on this, but keep it basically the same and yeah. teach people how to flip domains and teach people how to do this. And like, just these little stupid videos, but it's already proven. The algorithm has already showed us Here's exactly what people are watching. Simple. And then after you've got going, then go live and then, uh, you know, add sort of a webinar sales angle while you're live, but don't try to hard sell people while you're on your video content. People just want to learn. People want to feel like they're learning and that they're expanding their knowledge. Sell them on links in your bio and sell them in live webinars or sell them on, you know, emails but uh, your content should be pure to the point where you're not hard to like, but anyway, no, I'm ranting. No, I, I believe that for a fact, like don't, don't pitch like too soon, you know, just like give away value. I mean, what's his name? That, that guy who's like your top affiliate right now, power of publish on TikTok. Yeah. Calvin gives away an ebook, you know, obviously that, that turns into sales, but like give away free value. People will love it. 
100%. Yep. Totally. Thomas, always good to have you on, man. Thank Thanks you. for coming on. Always good to see you too. You look amazing. Thank like you. You, you, I feel like you're glowing. You look Thanks. great. So. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks for coming on. If you no need problem. anything, hit us up. For sure. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks, okay. man. All right, guys. Hey, go follow him on uh, TikTok, but also uh, go find him on YouTube also. Um, he's a great subscribe on YouTube, and uh, you'll learn a lot. You'll get a lot of valuable knowledge from him. He's super, super helpful, and he's just a good dude. So uh, go give him a follow. And for those of you who haven't already signed up to our text message, go text WUL, the letters, WUL to 813-296-8553. 813-296-8553 and you'll get a text every time that we go live on Facebook and it'll even include a link to the Facebook so you can just tap it and you're straight in. All right. For everybody who's here, have a great rest of your Tuesday and I'll be back here tomorrow, same time, same place for Wake Up Legendary on Wednesday. We'll see you here at 10 a.m. Eastern.